you cannot instill compassion in anybody. It's not something we can instill in the other person, which is the first point about compassion. Compassion is your choice. It is not the nature or the behavior or the conduct or the choice of the other person. What the other person chooses, it's up to them. Compassion is something your choice. And more often than not, people are selective with their compassion. When you're selective, it's not really compassion. If you are choosing that I'll be compassionate towards this person, but I'm just going to walk over the other person, then it's not really compassion. It's maybe something you're doing nice out of a sense of attachment, out of some preferential treatment you've chosen the other person for. People who you think don't deserve your compassion need it the most. And that's what makes this, makes this most challenging. Because it's not based on what the other person deserves. It's based on what they need. Because if it really comes down to it, who's to judge that who deserves your compassion and who doesn't? When we talk about deserving, we are making a judgment. We are judging the other person that you deserve it or you don't deserve it. So compassion is always unreasonable. There is no real reason behind compassion. There was a father, he was a farmer, and he had two sons. <clears throat> One of his sons was an idler, just a wastrel, wouldn't do nothing. And the other one was very hardworking. So the one who was hardworking, his father was always very hard on him. Go do this in the fields, go do that in the fields, go get the water, go chop the wood, go feed the animals, the cattle, and the rest. But the idler would just not do anything at all. And no matter what his father would say, the son, the good-for-nothing son, would not budge. One day he left home, the idler one. He left his father's home and went somewhere. And a few years passed. His father and his brother missed him sometimes. No matter how bad a family member is, there is a time when you do miss them. Sometimes for the trouble they caused you. <laughs> so they kept uh, thinking, when will he return? And all this while, the hardworking son kept on working harder and harder and harder and grew the fields and acquired some more land and grew the size of his uh, cattle and all that. Eventually, one day, the son who had left returned home. And when he returned home, his father said, let's throw a big party. This moment must be celebrated because my son has come back home. And the elder son, who was very hardworking, was deeply hurt. He thought, all these years, I was the one 
who worked day and night. And my father never talked about any celebration. Never talked about throwing a party and getting together with other people to celebrate any moment at all, whatsoever. And now this, my brother, who did nothing all his life, returns home and he wants to celebrate. And he goes in a corner and starts to cry. There is a huge difference when a man cries versus when a woman cries. When it's the absolute last stage for a man, that's when he sheds his tears. It's not just an emotional expression for a man. For him, it is much more. So, his father noticed, my son is crying. My hardworking son is crying. So, he went to his son and said, why are you crying? He said, father, all my life, I worked very hard for you. I did everything I possibly could. But you never loved me this much as much as you love the younger son of yours. He said, that's not true. How come you started believing this nonsense? He said, you never celebrated any moments of mine, my birthdays or my anniversaries or my successes. But he comes home after five years and you want to celebrate it, even though he's always been the source of pain and nothing else. And his father said, that's exactly the reason to celebrate my son. Because I'm not doing it out of an attachment. I'm doing this out of compassion. Because the one who had lost his way has come back. Now this is an entry point for him. If this moment in time is not accepted by us, if this moment is not celebrated, once again, he will go back to his old ways. And then you will be hurt, I will be hurt, the society will be hurt, and the world at large will be hurt. So compassion is never towards somebody who is absolutely deserving of it. Somebody who is kind to you and you are compassionate to them, that's a trade. That's a give and take. That's not really compassion. It is, but not true compassion. Compassion is when you show it to the other person, regardless of how they treat you. If you can inculcate compassion in your life, then meditation will become a secondary act. Meditation will come to you on your own. If you are compassionate and you think, but, you know, I was so compassionate towards this person. Look how is he behaving with me. That means you had certain expectation from your compassion. Is it right? Is it wrong? There is no right or wrong for compassion. You either choose it or you don't. Simple as that. It's a choice. And can you be compassionate all the time? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But remember, the stronger you are, the more you will suffer. That's the law of nature. The more kind you are, the more suffering awaits you. But also more peace. There is a story that um, 
God was letting out all the sheep in the field and Moses was watching and when it was time for the sheep to be out Moses thought I'll just open the door and all the sheep will go out but Lord said no I picked and choose my sheep so first he let out the weakest sheep on the farm in the meadow and after a while when they had grazed a bit he let out a bit more strong ones he let out stronger sheep and then stronger and when the, it was time for the strongest to go out there was barely any grass left and Moses said is this not great injustice why did you discriminate between one flock from another we should have just opened the door and everybody could have just gone in and all the sheep could have just got gone out and had their share and God said no Moses you see the strongest will find their grass but it's the weakest who need the most help if the strongest go out on the field and take everything to themselves then what will the weak ones do some people are not as strong as you not everybody in life has had the same advantages as you so think of compassion not just only as a divine emotion but as a gift so when you offer somebody compassion think I'm offering a gift and if you are truly offering a gift once you've offered it it's up to them what they do with it it's like you are the Nobel Prize Committee You've given somebody a Nobel Prize, a medal. Now they may go and auction it off. It's up to them. You can't say, my God, I gave you a Nobel Prize and you are selling it. It's up to them. If you still are attached to your gift, you haven't really given it, have you? Once you have given something, let it go. It's not a tug of war that, please, I think you should handle it differently. And the other person, no, but I'll take care. No, no, take it differently. So this is the first primary virtue. No matter what your faith, no matter what your religion, no matter what your belief, no matter which system you practice, no matter whether you do bhakti or no, no matter what social cause you're attached to, if you don't have compassion in your heart, none of these things, I promise you with utmost assurance, None of these things will give you peace of mind. You can pray till the cows come home, but there will be no peace in your heart. Because peace in your mind or in your heart is a direct derivative of compassion in your being. Compassion is understanding. Look, you may have made a mistake. I'm not asking you to admit it, but out of compassion, I'm making a choice to not hold it against you. You have, you want something, I have it, okay, I'll give it to you. You can take it. If you look at the greatest masters, the prophets, incarnations, 
This was one thing common amongst all of them. Somebody went up the cross. Somebody gave, laid his life. Only because they chose compassion over everything else that they could have chosen at that point in time. So if you were to ignore absolutely everything in your life and pick only one thing, it would be compassion. It will transform you inside out. 